Hi, and welcome to Alpha Podfight, the podcast where every episode I'm joined by guests and we discuss a single issue of the comic Alpha Flight. This time I'm joined by Sunny. Sunny, could you introduce yourself? Hi, yes, I'm Sunny. Um, I've been reading comics on and off for like about 30 years, I guess. Uh, I took a little break in the middle. So I used to read a lot of uh, like the Marvel UK stuff when I was a kid. Mm. Um, so like the Transformers stuff mainly. Mm. Um, and then uh, after I was a teenager at uni, I, I got into um, Hulk a lot. Okay. I, I've got like a 150, 200 issues of Hulk. <laughs> right. like, um, so I really like that. And then I've also, I used to read a bit of Wolverine and stuff. And yeah. Some random X-Men stuff. Um, uh, and I watched like all the cartoons and things as well. Yeah. Um, and then like I had a little break for like I guess five or six years, or maybe even closer to ten, where I, I kind of wasn't. I, I watched the movies a bit, but I wasn't really reading yeah. many comics That's or anything. Un- it's not unusual. Um, and then actually it was so it was only a couple of years ago when we moved offices and I. My nearest library became Shoe Lane, yeah. and there, that's where I met Laura, who mm-hmm. who um, was on an earlier. I think you mean podcast. Louise. Uh, yeah, well, <laughs> Louise. Or, yeah, we're, we're not really sure, but um, and yeah, they've got a comic um, area there at Shoe Lane, so I kind of started getting back into it and going to the Barbican Forum and the Shoe Lane yeah. Forum, um, and yeah, so that's kind of like how I've ended up getting on this podcast. Yeah, well, that's where we met the Shoe Lane comic. Yeah, yeah. Shoe Lane. Um, Oh, right, awesome. And what do you know about Alpha Flight before I asked you to come on the podcast? Yeah, so I'd heard of them because I had um, I had read some X-Men, mostly Wolverine stuff back in the day and watched the cartoons, the X-Men cartoon, and yeah. they have come up in that. They have, So yeah. kind of, they did, they did mention, because they've done some like Wolverine origin stuff in the cartoons and they've had them referenced in the comics and stuff mm. as well. So I kind of knew they existed and I was like, semi kind of I'm semi familiar with some of them at least um there's a few in this issue that I I I had no idea about um but I don't really know too much about their um uh, about them as an actual team Mm. so like it's mostly where they've kind of come in as like supporting cast for um other comics and stuff so like I think Heather and uh Great. No, who's the husband? Uh, uh, Guardian. Yeah, Guardian. Yeah. yeah, Mac. Yeah, so I think they've been in a few things with Wolverine and stuff, and their location. Well, they were like his surrogate parents. Yeah, so it was, it was <laughs> one where, like, it was basically where he escaped after the Weapon X program gave him the adamantium. Mm. They found him in the woods, like, right, as yeah. a feral kind of man living with wolves or whatever and these big yeah. claws and they kind of nursed him back to health or whatever. Yeah. So, and then I think they retconned him into having been part of Alpha Flight maybe or, or maybe working with Department H is yeah, it or so something? He, start, he started off as a member of Department H and um, depending on which comic you're reading he was like one of the founders and then it just got jacked in with working for the government and, and moved the X-Men. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So... Um, yeah, so I kind of like, I know a little bit about them, but probably not enough that was relevant for this, <laughs> this issue. So um, I think this is the first issue that I've read that I can recall that I've, of actual Alpha Flight issue that I've read. Okay, cool. Um, so, well, it segues neatly into, we're reading issue 39, um, yep. which came out in October 1986. Yeah. And it's called The Invasion of Atlantis. Um Bill Mantlow was the writer, David Ross was the penciler, Wilch Portasio was the inker, Jim Novak was the letterer, Bob Sharon the colorer, Carl Potts the editor, and Jim Shooter was the editor-in-chief. 
So, uh, yeah, it's right smack bang in the middle of Mantlo's run. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, so if you could just um, go through what happens in this comic. It's quite a lot. And just, just briefly on you saying you didn't know who Alpha Flight were as a team, this issue uh, has a lot of the Avengers in, and I don't know, I'm not familiar with a lot of... Oh, Avengers right. who appear, I, I know who they are as characters, but I don't know who they are as Avengers, if that makes sense. So no, right, okay. But we'll we'll come to that. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, so, in, like, just even on the cover, actually, it's like one of those ones where, yeah, because it's a crossover and it's got like, oh, Avengers are in it, and the Avengers are actually like taking like center stage on there. So I'm yeah. guessing this was to try and. Get a, a wider audience, probably into, to give it a bit Alpha of a Flight, yeah. Because I mean, Alpha Flight are in there, but like front and center is Captain America, he's probably yeah. the most recognizable, um, kind of Avenger. Um, and so yeah, that's like, yeah, I, I guess a bit of uh, PR work to, to sell it. Um, but yeah, so the first, uh, the first page, um, so like they start off, they they mention that, um, they're desperately needing a rest after this battle um and so it's kind of like oh i don't even know what's what the backstory to this is it's yeah. kind of like coming into it like a little bit later so they just fought oh. pestilence who uh on laura's episode yeah yeah no so it's really interesting because that was when i listened to that episode it was like the the one right before this so yeah. it kind of like filled in quite a bit but when i first read this i hadn't listened to the episode so That's it was kind of like yeah. i didn't really know what was going on um but and it's kind of funny. It's like when I when I started reading it, this, this artwork is a real throwback to when I was a kid because mm. this is the same kind of style as like this is '86. So this is when I was reading like my Transformers comics and stuff like yeah. back in the day. So it's kind of like funny like seeing it. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's very kind of like distinctive artwork from the from the time. Yeah. Um, so yeah, um, what happens? Yeah. So first thing happens is they just like drop the dwarf. <laughs> or he he like let's go or something yeah and it's just kind of like oh oh what's going on like um oh we'll just like you know drop this guy in yeah. um because they, they see there's like was it, there's so this intruder back, they get back to tamarind island and they detect an intruder so aurora and north star carrying puck they've carried him a fair yeah is that way. is that like because i guess he can't fly right and so this is just their standard like oh we, we want an extra guy or someone to take care of it, so we'll yeah. just carry they just along carry each other and drop him. So I'm guessing he's he's not. I'm not too sure exactly what his powers are, but he seems to be okay after just being dropped. So he he's, he hasn't really got powers other than being he's he's stronger than normal. Yeah. And uh, he's an amazing acrobat. So when oh, okay. he, when he gets dropped, he does this cool move where he rolls through the drop and then comes up to a point. He just stands oh, yeah. straight from it. Yeah, yeah. No, I saw that. So this is this is quite funny. It kind of like. Um, I, I saw it and then I couldn't remember because like the artwork here like they've got all the kind of like the motion stuff and it's all kind of transparent like the bits he's going through yeah. I couldn't remember if that's something they still do or not if that's just they, well um, we covered um, in the last episode we covered Champions which came out this month and oh, yeah. Puck's in that and he, he does the same trick oh okay so it's like in, in the same way that they do it with Spider-Man a lot it's like a Spider-Man oh, right. signature yeah. yeah when he's jumping Spider-Man. around like they show it in in frames in panels don't they yeah. where like he's like where he's been and stuff and they do the same thing with Puck yeah it's like his oh, signature right. visual because I, I, don't, I don't think I see it too often these days so it's kind of like no but um, was a lot like, of effort <laughs> yeah yeah I see you drawing him like four times yeah. and then like you know but um, yeah, so basically he dropped Puck and then he 
realizes that it's um, yeah the Prince Namor's cousin called Bira. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and they're like, oh okay, that's fine then. You know, you're you're not like an evil threat to our you know rest and return back home kind of thing. He does um, turn out to be an evil threat to their liberal ways. Yeah, yeah, no, he's he's not he's not the most uh, left wing of, um, <laughs> of characters. Um, but yeah, so um, what do they do? Oh, yeah, so then, um, yeah, so he mentions, oh, um, I thought Guardian was the leader. She says, oh, yeah, Guardian's dead. And it's kind of like, so I guess, is, is that, I guess, is this because, I guess he's from uh, Atlantis or whatever, so he's yeah. not up to date. But how, how recently did A long Guardian time ago. Die? So okay. he died in issue 12. Oh, right. This so it's been like 39. two years or something then, right? Yeah. Or, like, kind of elapsed time, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, and I think... I don't know what the, the time. I don't know how much time would have passed in the comics. So obviously, um, two issues. They come in two issues sections, but that might cover a day. But I think they've used it here more as a way to establish Heather still taking over leadership from Guardian. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's sort of a theme where people are constantly like she's either comparing herself to other leaders, or she's trying to decide who she is as a leader. Yeah, so it's kind of a trick into identifying her and getting her to identify herself. Right, right. Um, I mean, one of the things I noticed, like as you start going through this, that um, there's like tons of exposition, like all the time. So, which is like good if you don't know what's going on but yeah. it's also kind of like um like i guess if you are reading it might if, if you're like following the comic it might kind of like start being a little bit repetitive and like not not being like super useful just hearing them repeat what you read last issue over and over again kind of yeah thing. it's on balance i um if you read the letters pages then uh and also reviews from around the time people criticise Bill Mantlo for how much yeah there's actually one one in yeah. this one, a letter in this issue but I really like it I, I think he's got a, sometimes the dialogue is a bit clunky and there's a lot of dialogue and he, on this page now just looking at page three but everybody who is in the picture has something to say and it's like almost like so you know you've you've got Bira saying like you know a few a few sentences and then like everyone's commenting like after each sentence oh like yeah Namor's beloved oh like you know Marina like I mean it's kind of like you know there's there's constant like I mean there's there's a lot of dense information basically going in like um, I mean this page especially like they start talking about so they're having a little um, kind of conference like with Bira explaining why he's here and he's saying that oh like um, was it uh, yeah Atlantis is now ruled by Atuma and he wants to um, he's taken Namor's beloved hostage yeah um, and so like I gathered from all this that Namor used to be in Alpha Flight and stuff no Marina no, Marina sorry yeah. yeah Marina was in Alpha Flight so obviously they've got a connection to her um, and then like so like Snowbird's like oh we need to rescue her and then this random guy who I don't know <laughs> is like if you've gone mad like you've just we've just come back from losing the life force of our newborn son to a horror called Pestlet I'm like what? what is all this like it's, it's quite like yeah you're being right thrown into the mix and like um, it's kind of like 
oh, you know, she's like, oh, so he's saying, yeah, we've just lost our newborn son. And then yeah. she's like, oh, well, you know, being married to you and having a kid was like my undoing. And like, you know, I've become mortal and stuff. It, it seems like quite... Yeah. Uh, kind of you know, serious and deep kind of thing and it's just like a couple of panels here about oh yeah we yeah. just lost our son and it's kind of like it's like he's like yeah kind of racing through like the information and yeah. kind of like getting like more story on it where like you might think something like this could maybe take a few panels to kind of like be talked yeah. about and it's sort of the storytelling style is that instead of telling one story per issue he's telling five or six so this this plot line with um, Doug Thompson RCMP which yeah. he, he actually calls himself here yeah no no that's good so the next page it's like uh, so who is this guy and it's like it's great because of the exposition everyone's yeah. like yes me yeah, I, I Doug Thompson so, so, of the RCMP yeah um, but so th- this story on plays out for a few issues of, so Doug marches off here and he turns up a few issues later oh yeah um, so this is just uh, Mantlo seeding right setting up a few bits the, the, next, the next part of the pestilence storyline um, but yeah so they're, st- they're still all doing a lot of chatting yeah so now he's like yeah I'm gonna go rescue our kid or something and like you know you're not human I don't know why I ever loved you all this it's like oh okay that's, that's kind of yeah, deep relationship issues yeah. going on there um, and then yeah so then Shaman says something it's like oh fear pestilence may find his parents before they find him yeah. and then Puck's like oh a premonition or a prophecy so like, I wasn't sure if that was like um, him saying it's kind of vague so I don't know if, it, if, if Shaman's like supposed and it's kind of like is that because that's something that's going to happen or and would Shaman know that's going to happen or is this just like what's the difference between a premonition and a prophecy oh well maybe uh, so premonition, I guess, is like when you, you've when seen you it or you think something happening. But then a prophecy yeah. is when you. A prophecy is when it's kind of been foretold. So, but I, I say prophecies I see as stuff. That, yeah, that so in the past someone said something. Yeah. And it's kind of come to pass. Whereas a premonition is you kind of seeing the future happening, kind of thing. Yeah. But I guess in this case, his premonition would become a prophecy. By virtue of yeah. it happening, kind of. I, I don't know. It's a little bit. It's weird. a dialogue box which doesn't do very much other than to give Puck something to say. Yeah, there's the old time where it's kind of like people are kind of excessively chatty, or yeah. like you know, they, there's, there's a bit more. Um, it's almost like, realistic because people in real life do talk a lot more than they might do in a comic. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess in comics they kind of like they often keep it to like relevant stuff because. Yeah. I guess like you're well if there's too much dialogue and stuff in 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 the in the boxes like the, the speech bubbles and stuff it kind of like starts kind of distracting from yeah. all the art and things as well like you, you kind of want to get a nice balance yeah um, and this isn't too bad um, but yeah and it's kind of useful if you, if you haven't if yeah. you're not super familiar because they're always talking well, about uh, it. we discussed it on the podcast before it's, it's um, Bill Mantler the editor in chief he had a policy at Marvel that if it was someone's first comic they had to know by the end of the comic exactly where okay. they, what happened before oh, so right. yeah, yeah I mean that's kind of like yeah that's pretty much kind of what happens I yeah. guess here um, but again I guess for like you know long time readers or something it, it must kind of yeah. become a bit tiring because like, if there's a storyline that's going on for a while you're kind of like hearing 
yes. it repeats it over and over. Yeah. And that's potentially at the expense of new content, right? Yeah. If you're putting in a lot of content that's a writing it's gonna take you know, time, space, effort and stuff. So yeah. it potentially could have been put towards new content. Yeah. But, but I mean it is dense. And even then though, they are they leave off details which so for instance you can see here that Shaman is wearing this headband. Yeah. And Talisman isn't. And that's like a major thing. Uh, they, yeah, I they, think they mention it. Do they mention it later on? Um, yeah, I, don't oh. they, I think they mention something about it later. Um, I think Vindicator might make some quip about Shaman later. Uh, yeah, we'll come yeah. to it. It doesn't matter. Um, but they're not... Yeah. Okay, so... Cause what, so one of the things... So this page you're talking about... Oh, oh, so I have a, like, a little interesting discussion here because they're like... oh. Yeah, Atlantis is a sovereign nation, so we can't attack it. Mm -hmm. It'll be an act of war or something, which is... Because they represent the Canadian government. Yeah. So it'd be Canada invading yeah, Atlantis. which is kind yeah. of interesting because you never get that. Like the American teams are all kind of independent. We'll just go and do it. They're yeah. just like, oh yeah, we'll go invade whoever. Yeah. Um, and then one thing I did notice, as I started noticing here, was like the colouring that they have for like Shaman and um, his daughter. That's his daughter, right? Tamsin, yes. Right. Um, like I don't. So basically, like they look. The, the, it's just like supposed to be odd, a bit redder yeah but it comes out as just the odd random bits of red scrawl like yeah. so I don't know if that was a, a limitation of the kind of printing at the time and the colouring and yeah. stuff yeah. Um, but it just yeah kind of makes them stand out and look like I know like super sunburn a lot of the time or something yours is actually worse than mine but I do oh, get where okay. you're coming from yeah I, I read that I was watching, and, and then I wasn't sure it's like the, somewhat insensitive maybe I don't know yeah but um, yeah, so that seems a little bit odd, um, but that's fine. Um, and then yeah, so they're, they're they're discussing if we should go in or not. And then yeah, so I like this, but they're talking about um, oh yeah, maybe Marina doesn't want our help. After all, she didn't she never returned to Alpha. And Puck's like, oh, she couldn't, you know, for personal reasons. Yeah. And then like, oh, can you tell us about this? He's like, yeah, of course. So Marina loved prisoner. She just like goes off and tells her the whole backstory of like these personal reasons that yeah. she left. So I don't know. I guess it's something that the guys would have known, or he's just restating, or it just like in the context of yeah. of that moment, it's kind of like, oh, so yeah, for personal reasons. Oh, and here's the whole background of these potentially like you know sensitive bits of background and personal information that she shared with me. I'll just yeah. Tell the whole world about. Yeah. Um, but that's fine. Um, and then the next page. Yeah. So they're still discussing things. And then suddenly, so I don't know what was going on here because they're talking. And suddenly, like someone shouts out Gary Cody, and there's some 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 guy on the monitors has, has turned up. Yeah. Um, so I gathered from this that they they're being funded from the government, which is a bit different to most like the yeah. other Marvel teams and stuff. Yeah. Um, and then I was getting a bit confused because then. North Star starts shouting out like Vindicator you're responsible for this so I don't know if that's what's he accusing Vindicator of so I mean yeah North Star doesn't think because Heather didn't have superpowers until Guardian died and then she started wearing his costume so North Star doesn't think that she deserves to be either a superhero or leader of Alpha Flight yeah and then she made this agreement with Gary Cody that they would receive funding and so he's just saying, this is your fault that we're being oh, right, surveilled. Yeah. Right, okay, yeah. 
but um, it's kind of just because he's bitter so he'll blame her for anything yeah yeah I kind of get that throughout it he doesn't yeah. seem sick with that no but so yeah so, and then they're all like shocked and like oh there's this intrusive surveillance going on like you know um but then um, it was quite funny. Like I noticed, it was when I was going over again. Again, I noticed um, that, that you know when when they do a big thing and there's like you know the thrum or whatever yeah. they'll they'll do. So the sound that she makes when she shoots the monitors is shakrau or yeah. shakrau. And it's like so I started kind of taking note and a few times through it. It's like it's like odd thing. I don't know. Maybe I don't notice because I'm not paying enough attention in yeah. comics, but. Like it's suddenly like looking at that and like you know kind of like yeah okay these are like some odd sounds that are being made when yeah yeah I noticed that when, yeah yeah it's kind of like I'm not sure what that, so I get um because they, they mentioned Wolverine a bit later I think or yeah. something anyway but like Wolverine like um the whole snicked yeah is like the sound of his claws being popped and that's like kind of like yeah almost canonical in the comics as in like yeah. you know. Because they even say it sometimes, don't they? Or some, I, th- I think they sometimes characters might actually say like, or you know, snake like, yeah, yeah. So I, I saw in something shared on Twitter. Apparently, uh, someone was joking in X Men comic <laughs> that when the snake sound is made, it's oh, yeah. like Wolverine saying it. It's oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's the thing. So it's kind of like I'm, I'm used to that one, and then like the kind of womb kind of stuff with yeah. people like land or whatever but this this side yeah I started paying a little bit more attention as going through this and so I'll have to pay more attention when I'm reading other comics and see yeah. if it's, it's uh, this one stands out because kind of, like, it's nonsensical. not this particular one here isn't very it's not very good I don't think yeah well that's why it's like, been rendered and what like shakral it's like, like the, the sound of like an electrical blast I think that's yeah. what is that what her powers are then uh, kind of electric <coughs> I don't understand are, the are they like somewhat the soup? undefined <laughs> generic <laughs> superhero it's powers a, like an electric battle suit <coughs> oh okay but yeah it's yeah, got sort so of magnetic powers uh, it's something to do with magnets I should know but I don't I've never really understood it okay well but that's fine She's on this panel though I just um, I realised that when she so she shoots the monitor that Gary Cody's in so she she like uh, he's talking to her on a, on a computer screen she shoots yeah. that in anger but the whole base is still bugged yeah, yeah, he, yeah. he wasn't just bugging her through that TV no so it's, it's kind like, of a hollow gesture yeah, but it doesn't and mean that she's going to Yeah, that come out of their budget anyway. So, yeah. like, you know, it's like, you know, yeah, everyone's uh, wages get docked. Yeah, Puck <laughs> gets one less spare costume to wear now. Um, but yeah, so what's going on the next? Oh, yeah, so the next page, so basically they decide, yes, we are going to go rescue her and, um, you know, we'll pay the piper later. Yeah. Which is all good and well. And then, um, so then, like, so. Bira is like, um, so they're talking about like, oh, we're going to figure out, yeah, oh, wh- where is like the secret underground position of Atlantis? Yeah. And like, oh, don't worry, we'll figure it out from the data we've got. Um, and then like, Bira's like, oh, I like not the arrogance with which you boast of fathoming a state secret, cripple. Yeah. And it's like, well, okay, yeah, calm, calm down a bit, mate. Like, this guy's come along for help, and he's, yeah, it's like, are you cripple? And it's like, but then like, North Star's kind of, somewhat defense is like curb your tongue Atlantean 
a cripple he may be, but he's our cripple, and it's kind of like, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's not exactly the most politically correct. No. Like, um, so I don't know if, you know, I guess it's, um, it's a good step that they've actually got, you know, you know people who are less able in, yeah. in the comic and stuff, which yeah. is raising awareness about it and stuff. But it's like they're, they're not being treated. No. As so and it's down to so um, when these characters were created and introduced by John Byrne. He treated them really fairly, and he thought that pe- that groups should be represented in comics. Yeah. So that's why representative. When Bill Mantlo's taken over, he doesn't handle them as well as John right. Byrne did. So um, people are much meaner to them. Um, so, for instance, North Star's gay, and people are often making jokes about his lifestyle, whereas they never did when it was John Byrne. Oh, right, right. Um, it's kind of more respect in the, yeah. char- in the characters. Um, Puck, Puck has a habit of calling himself a lousy little dwarf, which he wouldn't have done. Yeah, yeah, it's not quite self-deprecating. So, yeah, it's... So, I've, yeah, I'm, I'm on record. I like Bill Mantlow's run, but I don't like the way he handles some of the characters and their uh, their abilities and their disabilities. So. Yeah, because I mean, the thing is, like, I mean, this is, yeah, kids are reading this, yeah. and it's kind of the subconscious kind of, like, uh, impact of, yeah. of that isn't, isn't great. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, and I guess maybe it's a little bit of a product of the times as well. Yeah. Like, I mean, this is like you know, mid eighties, so. Um, and then there's a bit. Um, oh yeah, so there's a bit. So so Vindicator mulling over her coffee is starts talking about Shaman and yeah. So this is where she right. mentions oh yeah. So Shaman since he donned the tiara has seen the powers of talisman last issue, and Snowbird are drawing away from us towards some godlike plane yeah so is, is that some foreshadowing like I don't know does that actually happen or is this just like no, idle just, random, random so music? The, the tiara of power um, is like a magical item that takes away your humanity oh right um, and it's connected to the same sort of religion that snowbirds powers are so they've come from the gods right so okay. they're not human yeah um, and so talisman when she had it she lost her humanity uh, and she's the cause of um, Snowbird and Doug losing their child. Yeah, yeah, I think I remember from that. So, um, what issue? Yeah, so, and that's it's not really. They don't go too far into it. I think um, in a few issues' time, uh, Talisman goes back to uni and Shaman walks off. Oh, okay. That's as, that's as far as I take All it. Right, so it's, it's not as yeah. There's not a massive storyline around it. I don't think he found it as interesting. Oh right, fair enough. Um, but yeah, so then she continues her musing on the next page, and it's just like, oh, death, danger, and despair is everything we have. It's kind of like, yeah, she she doesn't seem the most optimistic or in the best kind of like no. headspace at the moment. Um, she's kind of like, yeah, it sounds like she's resigned. Yeah, for I and I for better or worse, lead Alpha Flight. Like it's not. It's not exactly she feels like she's, yeah, this is her calling and she's, yeah, this is like, you know, what she wants to be doing. Um, So then, uh, it's it's quite funny here because then it's like, uh, they start, um, so someone's like, you know, done like, 
they, they talk about a background check, so I don't know if someone's gone on the internet and looked up Pyrrha like, for the first time. But like this guy that they kind of brought into their, their secret headquarters or you know, official headquarters yeah. and you know, took on their word and are flying off to some undisclosed location with the whole team. Yeah. It's like, oh, by the way, hold on. Wait, you were Namor's mortal enemy. Like, and it's just like, oh, okay, right, you know, you might of maybe wanted a little bit of background on the guy like you know just some random guy turns up it's like, oh, yeah. yeah we'll follow you because while so, you're halfway there is not the time to square off yeah yeah it's, <laughs> it's like yeah it's, you've already like taken them into your like home yeah, yeah. your headquarters and yeah the whole team's like on a check with him and stuff so yeah yeah that's a bit of a weird time to come out but um yeah i think um yeah, although, like, you know, having said that, the internet wasn't around back then. So maybe it took him a bit of time. Maybe they started the background check as soon as he turned <laughs> up. But it was just like, you know, they're running an old, like, Windows DOS box or you yeah. know, something, I don't know, and it, it takes forever. Um, but yeah, no, so that was kind of interesting. It's kind of one of those things that happens a lot in comics but never gets mentioned is, like, someone will turn up that the team don't know. Either they'll have a big fight or they'll just take them at their word yeah. and carry on. So this is kind of interesting. Cause like, oh, by the way, we've just checked and hold on. So then, yeah, there's a little bit of um, backstory or, like, a bit more exposition about why he's doing it. Um, so that's fine. Um, oh, yeah, so next is this guy who just so 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 far we've had a few yeah we've had a lot of the characters introduced um, yeah it's kind of obvious that they're superheroes because they're in costume or they're flying and yeah yeah and they're yeah or they've introduced themselves and what have you so then there's this guy who i guess has been around since they've been on the jet yeah he wasn't around before right i think um yeah no he's only just appeared no, he was there before. Was in, was yeah oh, i may not have noticed him as uh, well, because he's, he's, we're talking about Mr. Jeffries. Yeah. He's so indescript that you, yeah, it's easy to have missed the fact that he was in the room while everyone was uh, shouting at Gary Cody. Oh, uh, was he there? He shouts, sure, he's a spy. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah, so I guess maybe that's his superpower being, like, so nondescript that, yeah, he just, like, blends into the background. It's sort of it, yeah. Um, but yeah, so he 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 creates these. Uh, so it's great. He's like, oh, I don't know, I don't know power, I don't know from power politics, which took me a while to read because that's I'm not sure that's correct English. I think it's <laughs> from politics. Yeah, yeah. So I guess maybe that's just a little typo or whatever. Yeah. Um, but he's like, oh yeah, I've I, I've transmuted this machinery into deep sea pressure suits, and he's he's basically just made made these little like exoskeletony things. Yeah. But but they're full of big holes and they don't look like they do much like you know they're, they're not really preventing a lot of the pressure but no but it's fine it's kind of like okay fine that i mean i love mr jeffries he's one of my favorite characters because partly because he refuses to wear a costume oh right yeah uh and partly because he things like he says things like dandy deep sea pressure suits yeah yeah there's no need for him to call them dandy <laughs> no, no. He's, he's perfectly comfortable with it yeah um yeah but, um, and then he hands them out while everyone has another one of those like long box panel yeah. chats where everyone's in there and has one box of dialogue each. And it's quite funny. So, so wait, this is Aurora, isn't it? It's like yeah. with her accent. So yes, eat his swords. Yeah. It's like oh okay. So I'm not sure if he's already started doing a bit of that. I, I hadn't noticed. Uh, 
before. No. Oh, yeah, because earlier on, so I think this was in that episode you mentioned um, that she has a split personality, yeah. right? So yeah. sometimes she's talking... Yeah, sometimes she's got a French accent and sometimes she doesn't yeah. say, oh, it's fine. Um, but it's quite funny because then... then they, it's like, oh, the mask will supply your air by osmosis and stuff. It's like they're just like yeah. throwing like little scientific terms in there for the kids. Like, oh, I've heard of osmosis at school. Look, I'm a superhero. Um, and yeah, and then, so then there's this other guy who's been there for a little bit that I've noticed because earlier on he was having a nice donut while he was chatting to Bira and stuff. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, and then, yeah, and he refers to himself as a pudgy paraplegic, which yeah. again, I'm not sure most people would no. actually do. But then he's like, oh, it's fine, I'll just phase into box. And it's like, so I know a few of the random heroes from around the time, but this guy had like no idea about right. it. And there's like, so this guy's just turned into like a metal robot guy or something, a living robot. Um, yeah, so um, it's probably worth explaining because it never actually comes up in the comics how him and Mr. Jeff, they're a team. And it's oh, right, it's okay. never really explained how. But Box's power is that he is um, like uh, um, inventive, like he's supernaturally inventive. Oh, like uh, like Forge. Like and, Forge, yeah. Uh, yeah, okay. Um, and then Mr. Jeffrey's power is that he can transmute metal. Okay. But he's got no imagination. So oh, then so they work well together. So they work well yeah. together because Fox will just design something out of nothing and then Mr. Jeffries can make it. Oh, uh, okay, yeah, because Jeffries mentions earlier in that at the panel at the top about he's working from Boxy's design and he's like, yeah. Um, okay. And it's never really clear where these designs are coming from. So Box never sits down with like a blueprint. Yeah. And shows it to him. And it turns out that that he's some, they're somehow like able to mind link with each other. Oh, okay. But it's never explicit in the comics. It, it comes right. out in a caption in a much later issue. Um, okay. Yeah. Fine. Oh, that's but interesting. Fine. I mean, it's quite it's quite a nice little yeah little it's duo they've setup. got there. Like. Um, yeah. In terms of like, they're not the flashiest of, of heroes no, and stuff, not. but they're like kind of like two normal guys, and they also yeah. do a few bits and pieces. So. And um, so yeah, but Box has been around for a while, but he is a robot that can be trans like they phase into and out. He's a living robot. Is he the so is he the same guy Box when he's a robot as well? Is it like the same? His name's Roger Box B O C H S. Right. Yeah. But Box is B O X. Okay. But it's like him. Like it's not a different person it's no. not like him in a different body effectively yeah like his mind yes his whole body phases into it okay but it's never really explained all right yeah that's how fine. That, that's fine it's, it's comic science yeah it's comics um so yeah so then next yeah so this is like yeah so they're flying away and then vreet is like the the exclamation when their yeah their, their ship gets blown up um, so yeah, which is you know, generally a bad thing. Um, yeah, it's quite funny they mention that Omnijet is on her maiden voyage kind of thing. Well, because earlier on it says like uh, they're in. Oh, where is it? Because hey, they're in this other one when At they're coming full back. throttle, it takes Alpha's new box Jeffrey's designed Omnijet less yeah. than an hour. So this is a brand new Omnijet. That's yeah, because they come back in one there, and this is a new one, I guess. But that's the only time that's ever going to get drawn. Yeah. 
Could and it's blown up now. Yeah, so it's like, uh, okay, a little bit of like Titanic y type thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then it's like, and then, yeah, so this was where, because I wasn't really sure of the guy's powers, it was, it was kind of interesting that he suddenly turned a hurling kind of like molten fireball of into metal and said, oh, a life raft. Yeah. Um, and it's like, yeah, but okay, that's fine. Yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah. it's comics, right? It made me think that the team was a little bit vulnerable, right? Because, like, I guess if he hadn't been there, yeah. they'd have all just died straight off. Yeah. Like, so it's kind of like, okay. Yeah. But, I mean, that happens all the time, right? But, um, so next. Um, oh, yeah, so this is good. Yeah, the water spirit. So, Shaman's talking. And apparently, so, so I mean, they've just been shot down by missiles and... And he's like, oh, don't, oh yeah, watch out. The water spirits think we're about to be attacked, kind of thing. Like, yeah. it's like, okay, well, that's that. I mean, I could probably have I've told you, have, that, yeah, yeah, made that prophecy or premonition without, you know, having uh, whatever Shaman's superpowers are. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's fine. And then this was like, I was like, I started noticing that at this stage, um, I don't know if it's because. Snowbird's powers haven't been described yet. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, so I saw that and I was kind of like, okay, well, we'll leave that for a little bit. But the things like the colours as well, it was like, um, there's all this yellow, green, red, like, it, it seemed like there were, I don't know if they're like, kind of, feels like some of the panels have got less colouring here, so I don't know if that's because... I think it's because so they're so on. busy. Yeah, there's so much going on. the colour to code what... Yeah, because like everyone's just yellow in that. Like yeah. there's like 20 people and they're all just yellow. Yeah. It's just like, okay, we'll draw them and then just like put them yellow. And it's yeah. kind of like, yeah, later on you see them a bit more, but it's all again like I mean, in I guess it reminds you a bit of the time, but yeah. now you'd normally probably expect there to actually be a bit more colouring on. Yeah, and, and nowadays the colourist does much more work than they yeah. would have done here I mean here they're, I think they're during this phase they're fighting the print, printing process as well yeah um, and your copy is actually printed slightly worse than mine I've noticed in places um, not here so much but um, on the page before mine's like quite flat colour but you've got dots yeah, and grains in it yeah um, so I and I think part of it was that they're just like making the colour as simple as possible so that when it prints yeah it's easy oh right yeah I think that might be part of it but it's kind of like yeah it, it does impact the kind of readability and mm. visibility of what's going on a little bit but I, yeah it's fine it's not it's not a big deal but I did notice that um but yeah, and then they're like, oh yeah, don't so vindicators say that basically they they they're being attacked by these Atlanteans. Yeah. And then vindicators like, oh, don't hold back, Alphans. They attack first. So does like does don't hold back mean just like kill everyone or like what? Kind of, yeah. It's a little bit ambiguous. Kind of does. Um, vindicator. So being Heather Hudson is a much meaner superhero than Guardian was. Right, okay. Um, and it's not in this one, but in in a comic around this point, she explicitly said that she would kill to protect Alpha Flight. Oh, right, okay. Um, so, yeah, she's she's not worried about collateral damage. Um, right. She's essentially at war now. Oh, okay. 
Yeah, because it was like kind of like one of those things where I guess like, yeah, normally I guess superheroes kind of hold back a bit because some yeah, of the like it's the Batman thing of yeah morals and and also things like you know if Superman hits someone like with more than a fraction of his power then, yeah yeah he's gonna turn into paste kind of thing or like the whole yeah you know, punches some kind of thing so yeah it, I, yeah I wasn't sure if this meant just like really take him out or, or what I think um, it's because they're a government force rather than a superhero team um, and they're fighting a war so even though they they've kind of said oh we're just doing this off our own backs anyway so now they yeah so because because then they mention here oh look oh they're terrorists and um it's kind of like it starts getting a bit weird the politics are a bit complicated yeah they mentioned yeah. terrorists and then it's like oh that's your yeah wasn't your brother a terrorist or something <laughs> and then yeah and then I also noticed like the big bear <laughs> I was like okay hold on I don't remember there being a big bear no. in a big kind of arctic bear in the team but yeah apparently there is one so that's snowbird right yeah um, and then, I think we'll come to the more extreme change in a bit yeah no they, they have a laser and that helps kind of explain things um, but yeah so on the next panel so then this like oh, so yeah this is where I'm, I'm glad they have a little bit of exposition because this blue thing kind of comes out of the water with a shroom yeah which is interesting yeah um, and like they say oh it's a submersible cut in half which if they hadn't said that and I was looking at that I, I would have really kind of been I it took me pressed. a couple of pages to realise what was going on yeah it's yeah. kind of like and I so I don't know if that's to do a bit with the, the painting and the art and stuff and like the, the, the you know kind of them not having time to do it or they could have done with a bit more exposition actually yeah yeah I mean they, they didn't mention it and well, which is useful enough and uh, yes and this is also where I start noticing so I wasn't sure if so this is flying who's this flying that's about? Aurora that's Aurora does she actually lose her legs when she's flying? No, she's just going so fast. You can't okay, see so that's yeah. So yeah. I wasn't sure because sometimes it looks like some of the characters don't actually. Because like earlier on, because they have box. Yeah. Doesn't have. Yeah, he's a paraplegic. Yeah. And then I wasn't sure if like when he was in his robot form, he is as well. Because sometimes you don't see his legs. And I was oh, is that just because he's it's flying? It's just drawing short. Yeah, okay, that's, yeah. that's fine. Yeah. Um, just because I wasn't too familiar with the characters then I was like getting confused because a lot of times you just see half a character and then yeah. like all the speed lines which is fine but it's like there's just loads of half people like flying yeah. around fighting it's okay yeah um, but yeah and then uh, so that's great oh yeah and then there's the classic um, yeah so this comes up knocks everyone in and there's a classic like oh no they've knocked him in but he can't swim so like what do we do um and it's yeah that that was always entertaining yeah it's like there's always going to be like you know someone who can't swim but and have a water issue I think like. that they mention it elsewhere I think when because Puck can't swim either oh yeah and I'm, I'm <laughs> yeah, sure this is great I'm yeah. sure someone's like why do we bring two people who can't swim on an underwater mission yeah, yeah. so I think this is a bit I realise there's something else going on because there's suddenly a massive white whale here that yeah. wasn't wasn't around earlier which I thought was really cool it was like big albino whale yay yeah. um, and this is the only time she turns into a whale um, it's fantastic yeah I know it's good yeah. it's a good idea um, but yeah and then so this guy um, Jeffries is like um, 
<laughs> yeah, so, yeah, oh, why don't I make myself a deep sea suit, which, you know, is, is a perfectly valid you know, thing to ask himself. <laughs> and then also he's like, oh, and I'm mostly afraid of water, but I haven't told anyone. Now, this is, like, a little bit weird. Like, I, I don't understand if you're going to Atlantis, which is underwater, yeah. you might want to mention to your team that you're mostly afraid of water. Like, it's, I don't think it's a massive big deal. Like, lots of people have weaknesses in yeah. superhero themes. Like, yeah. Like, so, I don't know, like, I don't know if there's, like, if he's afraid of being kicked off the team or something, if he told them or losing know. respect or something. I mean, maybe he's heard them all, like, laughing at the cripple but I'll tell you stuff, what, but. I'm just remembering now, he's not scared of water the rest of the time. Oh, right, yeah. He's not mortally... Well, he's mortally afraid now. <laughs> this time, yeah. But there are specific instances in later issues where he's not mortally afraid of water. Oh, okay, yeah. So, oh, yeah. yeah. So yeah. this does seem a little bit contrived, this whole thing. A little here, bit, right? yeah. And then there's Puck talking about... Uh, yeah, as <laughs> Vindicator's finally caught on. It's like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> Two of my elephants can't swim, which, yeah, is fair enough. And Puck's like, oh, no, my only shortcoming. It's just like, it's like puns, puns galore. It's great. Um, so, I mean, that, I thought that was kind of funny. Um, uh, and then he's like, oh... I'll just flail about and in a general direction underwater. <laughs> okay. This is not like, you know, sounding like the most well, no. well-oiled super team in the world. Um, and then, yeah, so this next panel. So basically now they're, now they're in the ocean. They're all fighting away. The Atlanteans have come, come after them. Um, and then... Uh, yeah, so then I started getting a bit confused because I keep only drawing half of people yeah. so at this stage North Star because they only use one colour so it's just like silver half a man yeah. so I thought that was Box but then Box is also in it and then I started getting a bit confused thinking if I, if I missed someone yeah. Um, but yeah it kind of like sorts itself out a bit it's fine um, so yeah they're fighting like oh yeah so so this is there's Aurora is that Aurora who's yes, gone who's, supernova and yeah, blinded everyone underwater yeah which is good Oh, so this is good fun. So next um, is, is is some more with the whale going on, basically. Yeah. Um, so Puck, Puck has a lot of exposition going on here. He's yeah. like, kind of like thinking about her. Um, oh, yeah. So he, he starts talking about, oh, this is great. He starts talking about uh, Vindicator. Because uh, he said, oh, Heather's doing well. Like, oh, how I love her. Yeah. And this is the first he mentions it. So I was like, oh, okay, fair <laughs> enough. And he's like, Oh, it's too soon after the death of her husband. So, yeah, so this is why I thought Guardian died kind of recently. Yeah. Because, like, oh, this is too soon to tell her about, like, you know, I love her or whatever. Um, so does that ever happen? Like, or is that a spoiler thing? Like, uh, it uh, doesn't happen, happen for a long time. Oh, okay. She's, but, uncom- she's unconscious when he tells her. Oh, okay. But it's an ongoing thing, right? It's yeah. Like, okay, yeah, so yeah. that's fine. Um, and then, uh, yeah, so then he's just, like... So he's like, oh, I can't swim. So what am I gonna do? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna mount my companion, <laughs> the large albino whale, um, yeah. and ride you like a horse. Um, <laughs> and I was like, okay, that's fine. I, I don't know if that's symbolic or anything or like, because yeah, cause it's then, just a cool thing to do. Because Snowbird then, like, so, so she's going around and she's like, she's like super depressed still. Yeah. And like you, yeah, you seriously want to start questioning her mental state. And she's like, oh, why not ride me, Puck? Perhaps in battle, death will claim me and release me from this mortal. <laughs> so yeah, it's like 
So you're now right. So he can't swim, and he's riding on an albino whale with a death suicidal. wish. Suicidal. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like kind of fine. Okay. Um, but we're really like it. So the whale, she's just like. She's like open wide and she's about to like eat all these people. Yeah. And that's when I started wondering, like, um, how does it work when, um, say, so if she eats, say, so it looks like she's going to eat these guys. Yeah. As, as part of fighting them. So if she changed back to Yeah, so, so, yeah, then what happened? Has she, like, eaten these people? Like, cause I, and I was like, maybe this is beyond the. I think it's maybe This is beyond the scope of it. this comic is yeah. what happens when. Snowbird eats people as a yeah. giant whale and then turns back into Snowbird. But it's like whenever you tell stories like this, like I remember um, in the Ultimates when they talk about Giant Man and if he eats something when something big when he's big, if he was to shrink down, then it would kill him. But if you start worrying about stories on that level, then you're yeah. constantly worrying. Oh yeah, no, I mean I can kind of understand that maybe I'll shrink down fine with him and this stuff will shape shift. But it just seems like a bit weird because at the end of the day, she's kind of like a person. So this is a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, cannibalistic. Oh, I mean, yeah. Or she's a god, the, the, or like no, a well, spirit the, or something. The conceit is that she's half god, and when she changes to an animal, she takes on the the mental process of the animal. So she's okay. not actually human. So when she is in a human form, she takes on the mental properties of a human. But when she's a bear, she's a bear. And when oh, okay. she's a whale, she's a whale. So um, she shouldn't be talking as much as she is and, as a whale. Just. And should this? And is this a? Does is it a real animal that she turns into? I guess it's supposed to be a bear. Oh, right, okay. Whether just, or not just it's good. I mean, this is like it's great. I love albino whales. Although this one, from what I understand, like so, its bottom jaw looks a lot like a shark because it's got big teeth, and the top jaw is a lot like one of the more. Uh, yeah, like kind of was it plankton eating whales with all their like you know the, yeah I know it's kind of sieve stuff yeah so I wasn't it's sure it's kind she's... of like the whale from Pinocchio oh right okay <laughs> which isn't an actual whale it's just a pl- handy plot device yeah so, so that's, that's fine yeah. but yeah now I thought this was this was kind of funny I was like oh okay interesting well, we'll just let that happen yeah and then oh it's great so finally so we're on page sixteen so out of twenty two <laughs> we're getting towards the end but. Finally, the Avengers have turned up. And I noticed here, because I don't know if I was... Yeah, because contrasting to it earlier, yeah. it seems like this page has, like, tons of colours on it. Yeah. So they've, like, made a big effort to yeah. actually, you know, get these people in and, and draw them all and colour them. And um, it's great, because they're in the middle of this battle, and they just have this big introduction. And they're hands. like, yeah, like, <laughs> Captain America shakes hands with Vindicator. It's great. It's like... Yeah, we're underwater, and they all they all introduce themselves as well, yeah. so that yeah, if you're not familiar, like oh, we're home because it's like oh, my name's Black Knight, and it's like oh, yeah, of course you are, and, yeah, shame yeah. and this. So it's kind of funny because it's not like the thought of thing. It's, you really yeah, expect. it's it's a very. Kind and they of, even split the the yeah, page the panels, in half. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's kind of like this half's the Avengers, and it yeah. So it's great. Um, that was kind of entertaining. Yeah, I mean, that's a big payoff, I guess, for if you're. But uh, also, um, you said about the colour. I think they've coloured one of the characters wrong because Aurora is talking to Wasp, but she's been coloured as if she's Black Widow. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, well, it's later on, is she a different colour? Right? Yeah, she's Wasp. So she should be, according to the cover at least, in these colours. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, the red and yellow, right? So. so I think there's been a bit of a... 
Bob yeah, but Sherry. she's like that all the time. Is, is, is Black Widow in? She's not in, in this the one. Avengers? No. no. Okay. Because so, she's kind of like Black Widow all the time. Maybe that's her underwater outfit. Yeah. Possibly. Yeah. Or yeah, they just got confused. Or, because she hasn't got wings on either. So yeah, like even here, she's like it's, yeah, yeah, she's in that, those colours. So it's consistent with later, but probably not her normal outfit. Unless she was drawn as Black Widow, and then. No, let's not think too much about it because I don't know. Yeah, okay, that's fine. So maybe on the cover they put Wasp. In the comic, it was basically Black Widow, but the guys mentioned or yeah, because she's the way mentioned they, Wasp. The way they made comics was that um, the writer would do a plot. Yeah. The artists would draw it, give it to the inker, they ink it, give it to the colorist, they color it, and then they'd come and put the words on the top afterwards. Oh right, yeah. So it's possible. I'm not saying yeah, this is what's happened. Is that Bill Mantlo hasn't realised it's Black Widow. Yeah, called and the called the wasp. Yeah, uh, which is which fine. Is I mean, it's not a big deal. No, but yeah. So yeah, what I should say is just on that panel where they all meet. Name was down the bottom and is very frantic. Like, yeah, very like, weird. You little puck. <laughs> uh, and it's like I'll watch it. Oh uh, yeah, because I noticed this later actually that. Namor's very uh, excessively expressive in his like um, yeah. his facial very melodramatic like yeah. it's kind of like wow okay um, but yeah now he is he's like oh what's going on but yeah so that's why I was a little bit confused here because like he, all he's doing is saying hello to Puck there and he's like oh my god he's all mad yeah whereas everyone else is a little bit more chilled um, and yeah and then it's funny because the next next page is like oh yeah by the way Captain America I'm not Guardian like I'm uh, his his wife and yeah. he's dead and so Captain America goes oh right sorry and she's like oh I've gotten over it almost <laughs> like just like throwing a little bit of extra baggage into that that conversation yeah um, but yeah I'm kind of over it um, and then yeah and then so then um, they explain how that submarine got thrown out oh, of the yeah, water. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it, even though it now looks completely different to how it looks in that earlier bit as well. So it's kind of like... Yeah. Uh, yeah, okay. Um, and then, yeah, so then North Star's, like, again, he's, like, kind of, like, whining about... So earlier on, he was kind of seeming a bit happier about Vindicator being in command and being assertive. Yeah. Now he's like, oh, now she's like, you're the command but yeah. like this is also this is like Captain America right he's like yeah. the the head of the event like the, the most kind of like, like leadership superhero, like yeah. kind of yeah so like you know it's, it's not that bad really it's not it's not like I mean most people might like yield leadership to Captain America if he yeah. turns up um, but yeah that's fine um, yeah so and, and Namor looks to be like going through some personal growth here which is good <laughs> but he's like looking super horrified as he's talking about it yeah he's like oh I'm going through this personal but his you know, facial expression is like <laughs> completely out of touch and over the top of what he's talking about as well yeah so it's kind of like okay and then Hercules in the background is just looking grim yeah just he's grim. not happy yeah and earlier on he's like you know you know Bantering away, yeah, like, pantsing away about, oh yeah, we'll punch this. Maybe he's just grumpy because he doesn't get to punch anything. Yeah, while yeah. Namor he does lying like in on punching things. Uh, but, oh yeah, but this is when uh, he's uh, Namor says that he's not here to overthrow the government of Atlantis. He's just here to rescue Marina. Yeah, which yeah. is why it's not uh, hostile action by the Avengers yeah it's just a rescue mission yes like it's rescuing a hostage rather than overthrowing so they try and just gloss over the politics of war yeah but then so then 
the next one, uh, the next page is great because then, um, and then yeah, they, they continue talking about this. But Namor's got like the saddest face ever. This is <laughs> this is like almost kind of like gif worthy kind of like level of sad face Namor. Like <laughs> it's just like yeah, he's he's like super overreacting. Like, he's supposed to be noble. Um, but I suppose drawing noble sadness is quite difficult when you've got to draw 30 other people into the panel. Yeah. So, yeah. So, okay, that's fine. But, I mean, Bira is, is now becoming more, um, yeah, is more respectful of him and, like, hoping that he, he, yeah. he'll become leader again and stuff. So it's good. I mean, they're having, like, some, yeah, uh, some personal development, <laughs> personal development, all that good stuff. Yeah. So basically, so what's happened so far is, yeah, they got Tapia by the Atlanteans, they were fighting underwater, the Avengers have turned up. So now they're basically grouping up, right? And they're like, right, we'll, we'll rescue um, Marina and then get out of there kind of thing. Um, so yeah, so the next panel is yeah, a bit of uh, good fighting action, uh, just like, um, what is it? Yeah, yeah, so basically combined teams fighting away. Um, and then Cap, was it Cap mentions? Oh, yeah, yeah, so they're talking about, oh, you know, we're... <laughs> so I don't know if this is something I remember or, yeah, yeah I've imagined, but it seems like Cap nev- never misses an opportunity to talk about him fighting the, the Nazis. Like, yeah. So, yeah, fighting, yeah. So, so they're fighting a so, Oh, I remember I once fought another dictator who rallied the nation to him with <laughs> promises. It's like, good old Cap, you know, never forget. <laughs> it's just like... Um, and then, yeah, so then, oh, it's great. So then Atuma turns up, and as we establish, he starts off by saying, I, Atuma, knew. So he's talking about himself in the third person, and he introduces himself, which we know is very, very handy. Um, so, yeah, that's good. Um, and then, yeah, so next, so, so next, so basically what's happened here is Atuma's turned up. Namor started kind of doing a one-on-one with him. Yeah, but, uh, but I mean, while they're having this one-on-one fight, they're both kind of having a discussion about you obviously, yeah. Uh, yeah, who, <laughs> who should be ruling Atlantis and like you know what, why they're fighting, all, all this stuff, and yeah, is it marrying a monster and stuff? All that stuff. It's kind of like yeah, it seems like a lot's going on while they're having this little fisticuff battle yeah. thing. Um, so, and it looks like what they've done is so Namor's kind of grabbed Marina thrown her over to that North Star, North Star yeah. and told her to told him to like escape with her yeah right and like you know get them away um, which is fine and then um, then so, so then they're fine so I guess all this time they've been surrounded by all these Atlanteans yes and then like now it's um, Tuma's gonna kill Namor, um, and Namor's like, "Oh, what? But, yeah, you guys are still here. Why didn't you escape? Yeah. And if you'd fled, I could have followed you or whatever. It just seems a little bit confusing. I, I'm not yeah. sure what exactly was the plan here. I think like, yeah. they dived into the middle. The dynamics of this like, working aren't really clear. Yeah, but maybe the, it was the a- crux of it is that he says Marina run away, and then she doesn't. Yeah, and that's what gets them fucked over. Yeah, um, which is fine because you know I guess you know. They don't but I think if she'd known that he would have just come straight behind if she'd run away, then I guess she would have run away. 
So maybe he wasn't very clear with his plan to begin with. <laughs> he could have communicated. He said, like, run away and I'll be right behind you, rather than run away and I'll stay here and die. Because that kind of, yeah. like, yeah, will generally make people behave slightly well, he differently. Well, give, he gives the instruction to North Star. He says, take my beloved to the surface. Yeah. Well, then North Star doesn't look like he's done anything. He's in yeah. exactly the same pose. Yeah. But, yeah, that's fine. Um, oh, yeah, so then they start talking about international incidents going on. Um... And then, oh yeah, it's great, they talk about it. So basically, so now, both the teams, who aren't there, so I guess these guys have fled it, or like pushed ahead a bit, and the teams are behind them. And then the team suddenly decide, oh no, we need to charge in, so we're going to yeah, go rescue our comrades and stuff, yeah. which is fine. And they're like, oh, I, I love this bit down the bottom, and they're like, you yeah, uh, the, the narrator is but no matter how mighty the super team supreme of both the United States and Canada may be which is yeah, great classic stuff uh, not even they can long withstand the assembled might of Atlantis so now you've got both teams that are surrounded by like um, spears yeah. and oh no they're going to die and then it's yeah it's a cliffhanger cliffhanger and I've just realised so it says we conclude in Avengers 272 I've not read that so, so we don't know what happens but I'm guessing if, I if later on right. yeah, <laughs> if Alpha Flight have still got issues after this then they're probably fine yeah um, but yeah so it was a it was very uh, very exciting issue a lot of stuff there's lots going on yeah um, get through a lot so the uh, next question then is uh, what did you particularly like about the comic I thought um, so I, I I thought it was good that they had um, they had like Box and like Puck and stuff like I think it's interesting they had like the, the less able people in there yeah. because that wasn't very prevalent back then no so it was good that they kind of like a more kind of um, accepting and like you know um, less than just the standard superhero trope type thing mm-hmm. um, so um, and yeah and it was it it was I, I quite like because they do get through a lot of story I remember like some comics you'll read it and like a little bit will happen yeah but it's kind of like occasionally like watching an, an episode of Dragon Ball Z where they just scream for like 30 minutes and yeah. you have to watch like 20 episodes for anything to happen yeah whereas like this issue that like actually there's a lot going on they have loads of people turning up so there's actually a lot of action going on yes so it's quite yeah, it's quite good. But, and yeah. they make an effort to make sure that if somebody's in the comic, they at least do something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, Black Knight, I, I just noticed here, he doesn't... Other than introducing other himself. Other than saying the word name, Black right? Knight. <laughs> I've just noticed he is actually riding an underwater horse. Oh, where is that? Oh, no, <laughs> right, right there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so he's got sort hey, of an underwater man. jet ski, which has been made to look a bit like an abstract horse. Yeah, yeah. Just, you know, nice it's little good. detail. Well, yeah, I guess it if saves can't drawing, swim as fast as the others. Though. Saves drawing legs and feet as well. Yeah, yeah, uh, which is handy. Uh, yeah, but yeah, so it was, it was quite good. It's like an inclusive group, and yeah, there's a lot of action going on as well. Um, I mean, the artwork was was it's, kind it's of fine. Yeah, it's kind of like part of the course at the time thing. Yeah, so it's not like it's not amazing, but you know, there are some nice touches. There's uh, the page where Box phases in. Uh, there's two pages I really like. There's the page where man- on the top three panels um, you see the progress from Madison making those suits. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so in the first panel, he's stood there doing the pose. Second panel is like the bits coming together. Third panel is then being made. And I like yeah. that. And that matches the progression on the bottom three f- frames where 
box phases into box. So first round is him in his chair, oh, yeah. second one is him in the air, and then third yeah. is in box. I like that. And then the, the other one that I really like is this page where the Omnijet, is that what it's called? The Alpha Jet, uh, yeah, where he gets shot. And then he uses the panel breakdown. And it's not it's not unique. I've seen it elsewhere. Oh, yeah, it's that's a good transition. To, yeah. yeah. Kind of like, so there's a small little corner for panel that is, is breaking up. And yeah, and transition. As, it, as the panels get bigger, the, the, spe- the ship in them does. And then you can also sort of see it being turned the raft as it comes down. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's all right. It's, I, I like that. But other than that, the, the art is, as I say, it's fine. It's not showy, but he's got so much to do. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like one of those things, because so much happens, and then it's like you've got this big pitch battle with not just the whole team underwater with the Atlanteans, but you've also got like another team, the Avengers, turning up. Yeah. And just like so much going on. So you can kind of like forgive them a bit for... Um, They've just got so much going on. They're yeah. going to draw a lot. So I, mean, I read an interview with Sal Buscema, who drew the Avengers a few times, and he said he hated doing it because you've got to get every character into every panel, and it slows down the storytelling. And but if you don't do it, then fans complain that their favourite character wasn't oh, right. as much as the others. Yeah. And yeah. then in this one, because it's a crossover, he's got to draw two superhero teams as many times as possible and even like the Atlanteans they're like on page 19 yeah, and he's, like, they've all got unique designs yeah, I, don't, I don't know if they're actually named characters or if it's just their standard like foot troop uh, foot trooper kind of like yeah. the soldiery people but, um, but they've all got different costumes yeah they all look different I mean this guy's got kind of like knuckle dusters that are like Pretty lightning vicious. or something I yeah. don't know but it's like it, it's, it looks interesting which yeah. is cool but there's there's a lot of work that's actually gone into doing all this. Yeah, um, and part of part of the effort saves is because it's all underwater. There's no backgrounds, which is good. Yeah, um, yeah, I approve of that. Um, that's why they also have lots of space battles and things as well, right? Because yeah. you don't need backgrounds there either. Um, but even then, he he like there's uh, this one where Namor is like shooting across the page. There's all explosions, and Heather is fighting like. A mountain of Atlanteans, so they're all yeah. sort of grouping up. Um, I don't suppose there's. They are underwater, so they can come at her from three dimensions. Yeah, I don't know if maybe they're on the sea floor, the ocean maybe. floor there, or if it's. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. you would have thought Atlanteans would be the most likely to have grasped advanced underwater Swimming. tactics, <laughs> yeah. like approaching not just from one direction with a mass of people, but yeah. Yeah, and also, it's not really clear how Heather's electric powers don't electrocute everybody. Yeah, I mean, you would you would worry a bit, but, but yeah. yeah, okay, yeah, that's why. Yeah, it's not. Maybe it's good to keep her powers somewhat like unexplained, so that you can actually do this. Otherwise, yeah. So yeah. by the way, I can't get underwater because you know I shoot electric bolts that will just fry uh, myself. Yeah, and also an Aurora fly. But that oh, yeah. means that they swim <laughs> as fast as they can fly. Yeah, without the details of how their flight occurs, I guess it's not. So, yeah, there's yeah. all those little things which um, I just, like, notice them and then, like, pass them on, like, let's not worry about it. Yeah, um, no, that's fine. It's, it's yeah. yeah. I do. Like, I just noticed that Puck gets a gun at one point, which is good. He needs that. Um, the, yeah. So he's obviously picked it up from somewhere. No, he does seem like a resourceful guy. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, was there anything else that you liked? 
Uh, yeah, no, I mean, it was just, yeah, the, the story was, was, it was quite entertaining. It was like, you know, it kind of like, you know, there's a lot going on, there's stuff yeah. going on, so, um, I mean, it seems like this is the kind of issue that they'd release to, to do with this whole crossover with Avengers thing, is like to yeah. boost kind of ratings yeah. and Yeah, because I mean, stuff. it was a big comic while John Byrne was doing it, and I think it probably dropped off a bit after he left. Right, um, okay. So, yeah, they're probably just trying to keep sales up somehow. Uh, um, yeah, and one thing that I've um, criticised Bill Mantler for in the past is getting the voices of the characters wrong. So they, they don't talk like they would normally talk, but oh, right. I think in this one he does a better job of juggling all the different voices. Yeah, they most, they, they seem relatively distinctive in terms yeah. of when, when they're chatting, you can kind of tell who it is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I did. I did like Namor's super expressive uh, face as well. It, was a good it few does panels. almost look as if the artist and the writer were doing different things. Yeah, like what he's saying doesn't quite link to the way he looks no. like he's feeling. And, so. and his facial his facial expressions here don't really relate to me. The quiet nobility that Bira then comments on. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, Even when he's fighting and stuff, he's like he's like he's swimming very and he's like screaming yeah. and he's like this guy and he's like his eyebrows are like super <laughs> yeah like well that's his eyebrows yeah they are um, but yeah that's that's okay I guess he's very emotional at the moment but yeah. even Captain America later on like page twenty one there he's like oh my god like, he looks proper terrified yeah yeah so like, this is a guy who's been around since like World War Two, fighting the Nazis. Like he's seen yeah. a lot of horrific things. Like w- one more instance of one of your team members being like you know under the hammer a little bit is not enough yeah. to warrant like terrified cap face. No, no I agree. Um, was there anything that you didn't like about it? Yeah, I mean, the, I think the treatment of you. Know, we mentioned Park it before, and, yeah, yeah, the kind of Boxing grippy thing, like, yeah, it was short, short shrift, yeah, yeah, I feel it was, uh, it wasn't, it wasn't particularly, um, kind of enlightened, no, um, and part of that is because, I think when Bira does it, it's sort of like, he's an ass. yeah, and you can understand, yeah, he's being, he's being, yeah, like a, yeah, super stuck up, but it's when they make the jokes themselves that it's a bit, yeah, it does fall Dodgy. a bit flat. I mean, like, if you're Puck, are you constantly going to be referring to yourself as, you yeah, know, making, you know, shaking yourself all the time? Yeah. Um, but, yeah. But, yeah, no, it's good. Oh, I did like the uh, albino whale. I thought that was a great... I really like that, I yeah. think that, that helps make the story quite a lot. Yeah. Even though, like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not really sure what songbirds, really, what kind of mental state she's in. It doesn't seem particularly good, but, you know... Big albino whale. It's good. It's, it's good panels. Um, so yeah, yeah, it was quite entertaining. Yeah. It's like, yeah, there was definitely like a lot more going on than I kind of initially would have expected. Um, so yeah, I, I enjoyed reading it. Cool. Um, yeah, it was good, entertaining. Um, I even went through the letters page a little bit. <laughs> okay. And um, I don't think. Oh no, I did. I I uh, shared a picture on Twitter of one of these letters. But yeah, were, were there any that you liked? I was kind of funny because like they referenced like the, the most kind of um, standard thing about Alpha Flight stuff is like Logan and Wolverine. Yeah. And so like there's like this whole letter about 
um, Logan and his adamantium skeleton and like all this backstory stuff and, and yeah. what have you. That's kind of funny. Um, but I did. Um, I, um, one guy complains about all the extra captions as well. So it's like, <laughs> and he also says, "Oh, why don't you just admit and we'll start skating and stuff like that." Um, yeah. But then the other the one funny thing I did notice was they print out like everyone's full name and address. Yeah. And it's like you know they clearly the, the, they weren't aware of the GDPR regulations back then. It's just like. It's one of those things where, like, it was kind of like, you know, the 80s, it was like... A, no, well, because that's interesting. Naive time. <laughs> I like... was talking to Andy Oliver, who runs um, Broken Frontier the other night. Um, it's a like, small press conference website. Oh, right. And um, he was saying, back in the day, he used to write letters yeah. to the letters bag and got a few hundred... I don't know. He got a lot printed. Yeah. But he used to put his address in, and then people would read that and then reply to his letter... Oh, with right. a letter and then oh, okay. actually have... start a dialogue kind of thing oh, okay yeah I guess that's kind of similar like where you, you you'd have if you're doing it like online or something you might have like your Twitter or something or that's like these it, days yeah. you might have your Twitter or whatever so that yeah. people or email so people respond but, but here it's just like yeah printing out people's addresses and stuff it's like fine because uh, when I, I took a picture and shared Brian Nelson 3316 Durango apartment 12 <laughs> Los Angeles California 90034 and someone did make a comment that that's high-level doxing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, okay. This is like, I'm just going to send this out to everyone. Yeah. But I do like one of the guys who writes in, and he actually refers to himself as the Star Wars. <laughs> and it's like, okay. So I don't know if, like, he's a regular or something, but... I don't know. Like, he's... He's got his his he's got his PO box and address yeah. in Canada, but he refers to himself as Star Wars. So I I don't know if that was another character from the yeah the universe yeah. Right in, something like that. No, it's I don't bit, know. It's a bit random. But um, um, one of them, uh, Scott Schuler, um, has says, uh, "I wish that you'd give North Star a new costume. I've enclosed a sketch." <laughs> yeah, no, this guy's great actually. He actually he talks about costumes and he's like, he's, yeah, he's, he's He's put a lot of effort in because he's like, he's he's sent in stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So he's enclosed the sketch. Um, oh yeah, because he's also because later on he talks about reopening Beta and Gamma Flight, mm. and then he's like, I have even enclosed the sketch of possibility new training outfits and two new ideas for recruits. <laughs> so this guy's like really into it. He's, he's done a lot of effort. So uh, yeah, but in twenty years' time, you'll see a character that looks like something he sent into the letters box in nineteen eighty six and be like. That's my copyright. <laughs> Finally validated for my, my time as a child. Um, but yeah, yeah, no, it was, it was it was quite entertaining. I mean, it's, it's a nice little throwback because I mean, this is it's, it's, it's over thirty years old yeah. now, right? So yeah. it's kind of it is a different era. Um, yeah. But it kind of yeah, in terms of storytelling, like the whole exhibition stuff, but it. It does stand up decently in terms of like there's an interesting story going on, yeah, a lot going in, going on, and um, yeah, it's, it's yeah, it's not as bad. Like I, I kind of like I was expecting sometimes maybe reading like, when the whole I issue suggested to the conference that everyone read one. There's a lot of skepticism about whether it was worth it. Yeah, so. but I don't know this. I mean, this seems like an especially like packed issue because it's got like the Avengers in as well. well so yeah, it must have, like, but I mean, Bill Mantlo crammed stuff in yeah. to each episode um, and regardless of whether there's a crossover uh, there were full comics yeah, yeah. Uh, which meant that he was 
uh, sort of conventional to have a two-parter. So one issues the introduction, the second one is the is the resolution to that. Right. Yeah. But um, by the time he hits his pace, he's just doing the whole thing in one issue, um, which means that issue to issue, the stories are totally different. Um, and it's one of the things I like about his run, and it gets weirder and weirder and weirder as he goes as well. But I mean, it's, it's good value because yeah, like when when you've only got a comic once a month kind of thing, yeah, you don't really want super slow stories that that nothing happens in the issue. Because like you, I remember when I was a kid, I got my weekly because Transformers ran weekly, I think back then, possibly of the UK, and. Um, you get a comic, and if if it was one, so a maybe something you uh, you weren't particularly interested in, saw like yeah. you weren't interested in what's going on or something. But it's like you, you know that's the one comic you get, or something. You, you want it to have a lot in, because yeah. yeah, it's it's going to be that one for the for the week or the month or whatever. So you know it's good good that he's getting a lot in. Um, yeah. I mean, there's a lot more choice and stuff now anyway, so like you don't yeah, have and to worry there about there weren't much. as many comics. I think. They've got the solicitations on the editorial page, and if you compare it to how many comics come out a month now, there's yeah. what maybe 30 on here, uh, and two of those. Oh no! So you've got magazines, epic. Uh, so they're split up. So you've got the main Marvel one, which is maybe 20 comics. Yeah. Some annuals, magazines, epic comics, star comics, and the new universe. Um, whereas now. A, it's just hundreds of Marvel comics. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Even back then, there's quite a lot going on. Um, but I, yeah. So I think it was, it was it was a good. It would have been like you know a decent read at the time. Yeah. If you were a fan of Alpha Flight to kind of go through this. Um, but yeah, no. It's a it's a very interesting throwback kind of you know peek back at how things were back in the day. Yeah. All right, cool. Um, right, so that's probably us. Um, if people want to find you on the internet, where could they do that if they wanted to? Uh, or if have, you want them to? I have a Twitter and Instagram that I don't ever really post anything <laughs> on. Um, and I'd have to look up. So I might, I'll send you it over. So I don't know if there's like, if you have show notes, show notes yeah. so I'll send you over details. Um, yeah, there's no worries. But yeah, people can follow me. They can follow my sister's puppy. It's really cute. Okay. Uh, it's probably a better follow on Instagram than I am. So I'll send that <laughs> I'll over as well. I'll put that in there as well. Um, um, but yeah. So. Um, I'm Gareth A. Hopkins. G-R-T-H-I-N-K spells Gerthink. That's on Twitter and Instagram and I think Facebook as well. Um, and my website and um, I'm getting very close to finishing off one of the three comics I'm currently working on um, it got a new title last night so it's going to be called the Intercoastal uh, Extension and it should be out in the next couple of months I don't know, these things take me various amounts of time uh, but yeah, it's going to be about poltergeists um, which I decided about a week ago um, yeah, it's good um, thank you very much for listening and I hope you will join me again on another episode of Alpha Lights. That's it.